0: it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood a beautiful day in the neighbor won't you be mine hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to the neighborhood the neighborhood of the harland highway podcast yes good to have you here i am harland williams and why am i hang on? let me slap myself there there i'm back okay i'm out of that weird voice Ah, uh, good to see you gang or, you know, talk to you or whatever we're doing, communicating somehow. Welcome to the show. Uh, today, interesting show. We got some letters, some uh, I should say some phone calls from p- some pavement pounders. Um, I believe uh, Roger told me we're going to be getting a call from uh, Inspector, uh, Corporal, uh, Left Lieutenant, uh, Colonel Tom Dowdy from Camp Pendlington. Um, down in uh, Southern California. Uh, we're also going to be taking a very interesting question of the day that that revealed a lot of things. It opened up my eyes to something that I didn't know, I didn't realize, and I think it might open your eyes up to uh, something you didn't know either. So uh, some kooky, fun stuff today. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Thanks for being here. Put your seatbelt on, strap in. This is the Harlan Highway.
1: You're listening to Harlan Williams. Harlan, funny stuff, bro. Funny stuff. Keep it coming. Later. How long have you had this job? Long enough.
0: He's fine as long as he gets his medication.
1: He doesn't get his medications. He's not fine. Right. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You're a groovy boy. I'd like to strap you on sometime. The Harland Highway. You're all going to experience intense mental, physical strain.
0: All right, hold tight on the Harland
1: Don't be such a fucking
0: pussy. They new around here, ain't they? You? What's
1: your name? You're listening to Harlan Williams. Luck. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. Mm. The Harlan Highway, question of the day.
0: Okay, here it is, here it is. You people have probably all experienced this. The question of the day is, how come sometimes, when you buy stuff, um you uh, hand the uh the clerk or whoever's uh working the counter or whatever uh a ten dollar bill or a twenty dollar bill or whatever you have and they take the ten dollar bill and they go from ten or they take the twenty dollar bill and they go from twenty what why do they have to state that why do they have to say from ten from twenty or whatever the denomination is I see what I handed you. It's right there. The, 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 the number 20, let me, let me pull a 20 out of my wallet right now. Let me tell you how many times the number 20 appears on the $20 bill. Let's see. There's one in the right corner. There's one in the left. There's one in the bottom. There's one in the bottom. There's four number 20s on the front of the $20 bill. And in case you don't know what a number is, right down on the bottom right, it says in big fat letters, $20. And then I turn the bill over on the back. There's two small 20s in the top corners. In the bottom left corner, there's a bigger 20. And then in the middle, it says $20 Twice the size it was on the front, and then here's the kicker in the bottom right corner, and I don't know why, probably for counterfeiting purpose. There's a giant 20 in a bubble. It's the biggest 20 of all. It's even in a different font. So that's eight 20s, the number 20, and oh, wait, on the front, one of them is in gold. The one on the bottom right is in Gold. Everything's green and white on the $20 bill, but hallelujah, the 20 on the bottom is gold. So, of course, your eye's going to be driven to that. (coughs) So there's eight 20s, the number 20, and there's two where it says 20 in writing. Oh, wait, and there's another one. I just missed it. It's in the middle of the bill, okay? It says the United States of America, and then there's a government seal, and then underneath the government seal, it says 20. Oh, wait a minute. And underneath the government seal that says the word 20, very faded, again, just for counterfeit purposes, there's a faded kind of wiggly version, and it says 20 underneath it. It's just very faded, but you can see it. Hold it to the light, and you can see it. In fact, I'm going to hold this up to the light and see if there's any hidden 20s. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold the phone. This, this changes everything. Wow. I didn't see this till I held it under the light, and this is for real. You can go and get your 20 This just seals the argument right here. This is un- unbelievable. Okay, on the back of the $20 bill is a picture of the White House, okay? It says, the United States of America, God we trust, there's a picture of the White House, and there's the White House, and there's some trees on either side. But when the picture stops, there's just blank space, and in the blank space and i guess this is for counterfeit reasons there are little tiny yellow and i didn't even notice this before till now there are little tiny yellow 20s floating in the air they're falling like like snowflakes or 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 or, or raindrops it's raining the number 20 it's like the count from sesame street went up into a cloud and he's pissing piss yellow 20s all over the world It's crazy. I can't even count them all. Let me try and count one side. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21. I can't even do it. There's probably, I don't know, close to 50, 60, 120s raining from the sky. This is most peculiar, okay? So now there is, I started with 820s. Now, and then I went up to eight, I went up to 10 20s with the one under the seal and the faded one. But then when I went to the back, there must be almost a hundred of the number 20 on a $20 bill. So I'm assuming for every other bill that we have the 10, the 5, the 1, the 100, the 50, I'm assuming they got the same treatment. So my question is. With so many numbers on the, on the bill, why does the clerk have to say, From a 20? Yes, I know it's a 20. I'm well aware. I'm almost 100 times aware it's a 20. Okay? You don't need to say it. When I order a cheeseburger at McDonald's, they don't hand me the cheeseburger and go, From a dead cow? Okay, when you buy a roll of toilet paper at the store, the clerk doesn't go, to wipe your dirty ass, okay, you don't buy condoms, and the clerk goes, to power slam your girlfriend tonight, ah, you get a power slammer, ah, okay, okay. I don't know why I'm so upset about it. I just find it odd and peculiar. We know what it is. It's not like I'm handing you some hieroglyphics from from Egypt. You know, I don't know what this is. Could you please tell me? And you go, From an ancient tomb of King Tutakam Kikanakamaka? First ruler of the pyramidal Flakloinkla? Slinkla? Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So, the question of the day is, as I've said, when you hand store clerks your money, why do they have to go from a 10, from a 20? The Harland Highway, question of the day.
1: Hello? Hello? Harland, Eric from San Diego. Hey, I had a great idea for your... uh, Oh, man, I love that character, uh, Sergeant Major whatever his name is, Um, but if he calls you again or, you know, you call yourself, it would be funny if he was a prisoner of war again and said that he had bamboo shoots shot up his fingernails while a bamboo was eating his toenails. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Isn't it? Okay, bye.
0: Well, Eric, I, I got some bad news for you. Um, no, it's not funny. Okay, and here's why, because I think you made a technical error here. You said he's getting bamboo shoved up his fingernails. Well, there's a bamboo <laughs> eating his toenails. You do know that bamboo is a plant, right? Well,
1: a bamboo was eating his toenails.
0: See, what I, I think you meant to say, Eric, is he's getting bamboo shoved up his fingernails while a baboon, which is a monkey, was eating his toenails. That somehow works. I, unless I'm wrong here and you really wanted him to have bamboo up his fingernails while a bamboo plant was eating his toenails, Eric. That's funny. Isn't it? I'm not sure, Eric. Maybe to a panda. You know, pandas, that's all pandas eat is bamboo. You can look it up. Google it. That's that's their diet. Pandas eat bamboo. I'm sure the panda community would be rolling on the floor if someone was getting bamboo shoved up their fingernails and some bamboo was eating their toenails. But I think you meant baboon, Eric. And even then... I'm not sure if that's funny.
1: That's funny. Isn't it?
0: Uh, I don't know. I guess anything could be funny, but uh, let's hear what uh, everyone else has to say. Hello? Hello? Harlan, I think the only way we're going to get an answer about whether or not soldiers cry in battle is if you give your good friend Scoutmaster Dowdy a call. Then we will all know the truth. Well, okay. It's it sounds like uh, Roger. It sounds like people. It sounds like people want to hear from Lieutenant uh, Field Commander, uh, Staff Sergeant, um, Com- uh, French Lieutenant Scoutmaster, Tom Dowdy, Colonel, Colonel, um, General, um, Com- Space Space Station Commander. Tom- Tom Dowdy. Do, do, do can you get do you want to get him on the phone? Okay. Well, I don't I don't know that I like talking to this guy, Roger, because he's he's a little intense. But, you know, my, my, my listeners speak, the pavement pounders speak, and it sounds like they have questions. All right, get get him on the line, folks. Roger's gonna bring him up and uh let's Let's see what's going on with uh, French Lieutenant uh, Colonel, uh, Five Star General Tom Dowdy. This is a, this is a uh, lifetime military man who, um, who uh, worked down at uh, Camp Pendlington. And uh, he was immersed deeply into all areas of, of the uh, service. And uh, did tours of duty. I believe, according to him, he was in Vietnam, amongst other places. Uh, just a vast. Uh, d- what? You've, you've got him on the line. Okay. Let's. Oh, here we go. Put him through uh, right now, Raj. Yeah, patch him through. Uh, h- hello. Are you there, sir? Hello. Uh, y- yes. Uh, is this uh, Tom, c- Commander uh,
1: Tom Dowdy? Uh, yes, civilian, this is uh, Commander uh, Lieutenant uh, Corporal Tom Doughty from the uh, U.S. military, uh, formerly stationed at Camp Benlington, just north of uh, the great city of San Diego, California, sir. How are you?
0: Uh, we're doing great, uh, Commander uh, D- Doughty. Uh, just a pleasure to have you on the line.
1: Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for uh, calling in. It's a good day to be an American.
0: Uh, no doubt, sir. No doubt. Now uh, we we have some people that called into the show here, and they were curious about uh, why don't we start with um, one of them? Wanted to know, you know, in these in these movies, these American movies. I had brought this up on another show. Yes, sir. Uh, that that a lot of the the soldiers they always portray them as crying on the battlefield. They they portray the soldiers as weeping and having these deep crying moments and pussies I'm sorry sir pussies
1: straight up pussies let me tell you something civilian when I commanded my platoon in Vietnam if I saw one of my men crying you know what I'd do I'd make him strip down naked stand up to his knees in swamp water in a rice paddy field
0: well well, what was the, the function of that sir
1: because I'm not going to have a full-grown American soldier in my platoon crying like he just sucked on a bag of Spanish onions.
0: Well, uh, everyone has emotions, uh, Commander Lieutenant uh,
1: Captain Brady. Well, not in my platoon, okay? Soldiers should be hard as nails and fucking tough as an Oklahoma shithouse, okay? I'm not gonna sit around and have one of my boys crying like he just sucked the meat off of a fucking Spanish onion, do you hear me?
0: Well, sir, I mean, war is a very emotional...
1: Unless you're sucking the inner rings out of a Spanish onion, I don't want to see tears coming out of your eyes. If you do it in my platoon, this is what happens.
0: I'm almost afraid to hear this, French Lieutenant uh, Commander Corporal.
1: Well, you're going to hear it, civilian, because you phoned me. I did not phone you. Let's make that very clear. I did not phone you.
0: Okay, fair enough, fair enough, sir.
1: Here's what happened: if you cry in my butt down and some of my soldiers, if they're still alive, can attest to this, okay?
0: Uh, Absolutely,
1: sir. I would take my soldier if he was going to cry like a little fucking schoolgirl.
0: Sir, again with the language.
1: I apologize. I do apologize. I apologize from the bottom of my black heart.
0: Sorry, sir?
1: I said, I apologize from the back of my black heart.
0: Um, okay, sir, I guess we'll take that.
1: I would take my crying schoolgirl soldiers and I would put them knee deep in a rice paddy field full of swamp water.
0: And, and what was the purpose of that? Is that a punishment for the crying?
1: Let me finish, civilian. Let me finish. You have a way. You have a way of speaking up when you're not spoken to. Now, I am a commander, lieutenant colonel with the United States Army, and I would prefer that if you wait to talk until you've been spoken to... I'm, I'm,
0: what was that, sir?
1: I'm asking you not to talk until you've been taken to.
0: I, I think what you're...
1: What I'm telling you, son, is when I want you to speak, I'll ask you to spoke when I've been speaking to okay? Are we clear? Uh,
0: I, I guess so, sir. Now, you were saying you put your, your crying soldiers... Knee deep in swamp water in a rice paddy field, stripped down to nothing. Why? Why was this done? I don't get it.
1: Because if you're gonna cry, you're gonna cry for a reason. Here's what happened: They'd be standing there naked in the swamp water, and in that swamp water, there is a parasitic freshwater catfish called the candiru. Have you ever heard of this? Have you ever heard of this civilian? Uh,
0: Somehow it's ringing a bell
1: well in case you're not clear civilian these are the little catfish that swim up a man's urethra what these are a species of catfish that swim up a man's urethra hole good god are you are you for real look it up on wikipedia civilian look it up One thing I don't do, and you better get to know this, is I don't bullshit around the corner like so many of your other friends.
0: Well, I don't know that you know my other friends, sir.
1: I can tell by the tone in your voice, civilian, that you probably live in the middle of bullshit county, USA, all right?
0: Now, wait a minute. That's not...
1: Can I finish my story or are you going to keep bullshitting? Well, sir... I got my men... (laughs) The crying man. if I can call them men, I'd rather call them fucking girls or pussies. All right, big, fat, shaved, purple pussies.
0: Sir, please!
1: That's what they are to me. They might as well be a vagina on legs. A six-foot vagina with little stumpy legs like a cartoon character.
0: Sir, this is, Can we get back to...
1: I know. The rice paddy swamp these crybaby pussies out in the rice paddy swamp and I would order them at gunpoint if I had two civilian I would order them to lay down in that water with just their heads sticking out (sighs) It was just a matter of time until they had to urinate. Maybe it took half an hour. Maybe it took two hours. But eventually, when you're sitting around in stinky Vietnamese rice paddy water, eventually you're going to have to fucking kiss like a striped badger licking an ice cream cone. What? What was that? Are you going to let me finish, or do I have to come over there and stuff an onion down your pants?
0: Sir, I don't know. See, this... This is where you kind of go off.
1: Eventually, when my crybaby pussy soldiers start to urinate, here comes the candiru. Okay, these things can smell urine in the water like a great white shark and smell a woman's period halfway to Hawaii.
0: Okay, come on now, sir.
1: These candiru come out from the mud. They come out from the rice strands. And they smell that golden piss and they make a beeline right for the honey hole in the tip of a man's mushroom cap.
0: Whoa, whoa, sir!
1: I told you, you can look this up on Wikipedia. These are real fish. They are small parasitic fish. And when they smell that buck and girly pussy urine, they swim right up that hole and they wiggle their way up into a man's manhood, if you know what I mean.
0: Are you Saying that these fish, these small little catfish, swim right up the uh, the
1: piss hole.
0: Sir do you mind?
1: Let's call it what it is, civilian. It is a piss hole. There ain't nothing that goes in and out of that thing that ain't piss, unless of course you're having fun with a horse.
0: Stop, sir! Please. So this 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 uh this
1: candiru,
0: the candiru. Smells the urine, it's attracted by the smell, it it sees the submerged penis. God, I can't even believe I'm talking about this. It swims up into into the urethra of a man's penis.
1: That's exactly right.
0: And what does it do up there?
1: Well, let's just say it's little fins. (laughs) Like most catfish have. Have spikes in the sides of them, okay? So once it gets up into that urethra nice and deep, it sticks out its fin and it sticks itself into the lining of the urethra so it can't be pulled out. And once it's anchored itself up there, it starts eating the soft, tender flesh of the scrotum.
0: Okay, sir!
1: I'm not making this up, civilian. If you have a problem with this maybe you should have called someone else maybe you should have called my private line maybe you should have called your gynecologist because you sound like a hell of a law like a purple puffed up pussy right now
0: would you stop with the puff puff uh
1: uh-huh. you can't even say it civilian
0: stop with the p- puffed up pussy references sir if you don't mind this This is sort of a family show.
1: Well, if you can't take reality soldier, I mean civilian, if you can't can't understand what me and my men had to go through to stand up for the rights of this country, to stand up for the right for a man like me to be able to save swollen purple pussy, then you're missing the whole point of, of combat.
0: Well, sir, I, as much as I want to argue with you on that, you're right. You're right on that point.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you very much,
0: sir. Well, what is with the the deep breaths? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you just keep making these deep breaths. It sounds. I hate to say this, but it. Sounds like you're on the toilet.
1: All right, civilian, that's about enough out of you now. You asked me if a soldier should cry on the battlefield, and I gave you the answer. If you're going to cry in my platoon, I'll give you something to goddamn cry about. I'll put you in the rice swamps, and a catfish the size of a knitting needle is going to swim up your glory hole. Start eating your nut bag from the inside out, and goddamn it, you're going to cry, soldier. You're going to cry like a little baby on Christmas morning with yogurt dripped all over its fat little baby belly.
0: Okay, I don't even get the connection to that, sir.
1: You asked the question. I answered it civilian.
0: Okay, well what about prisoner of war camps? Is is there any to do to, to uh... A lot of people think that that there was this myth that in the prisoner of war camps, people got bamboo shoved under their fingers and and their toes eaten by monkeys and baboons and whatnot.
1: Well, let me tell you this uh, first-hand account. I, personally, as you know, and I've talked about it on this show before, and it's not easy, I was a P.O.W. <laughs> I just got a piece of cheese curd stuck in my throat, civilian. You like cheese curds? I like to eat them with my shirt off and my lazy boy. I like a nice cheese curd. my chest hairs sir sorry what was your question
0: I asked about the prisoner of war ke-
1: oh yeah that's right the bamboo Well, let me tell you something I have had bamboo slivers shoved up under my fingernails okay I've had bamboo slivers shoved under my toenails. I've had bamboo slivers shoved into my eyelids. And I've had bamboo slivers shoved into my eardrums. So there ain't much about bamboo that's going to make me freak out, civilian.
0: Okay, so what about did they ever use monkeys? Did they ever use baboons to eat the feet of POWs?
1: Uh, I don't believe that they used baboons to, uh, to eat, uh, feet. Uh, that just never happened. Um, I don't get it. What, are you trying to be funny?
0: No, 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 this really, really wasn't a question for me.
1: Sounds like someone's trying to be funny. And I'll tell you right now, if you want to tell me that a baboon eating a soldier's foot, a prisoner of war soldier's foot, is funny, I'll come over there and stomp you out like a Chinese cigarette butt.
0: Okay. No, sir, it wasn't me. This is one of my callers thought it would be funny, and I didn't think it would be funny, and now you're kind of confirming it.
1: A baboon... Eating a prisoner of war's feet is about as funny as a licorice fart in a candy store. You hear what I'm saying, civilian?
0: I get it. I get it, sir. It's it's not funny at all. And and I hope this 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 listener learned his lesson.
1: A baboon eating a prisoner of war's feet is about as funny as Meryl Streep plucking an ass hair from her fucking glow-in-the-dark anus, okay?
0: Okay, sir! You know what? Wow! Did you just say plucking an ass hair from her glow-in-the-dark anus?
1: You heard me right, civilian, Now, you?
0: Okay, sir, I think we gotta end it right there.
1: Oh, okay, I see. Cut and run, just like the Vietnamese did, right? What? Oh, I hear you getting out of here. That's called Retreat. And I don't work well with that word,
0: civilian. Sir, it's not a retreat. We're running out of time. I have to I have to end the show here.
1: Alright, well just remember, you called me. Okay. Let the fucking record show. And I know there's people listening, and I don't mean your listeners, I mean there's people listening. People high up. Are listening, and I want it for the record that you, civilian, hung up on me. I didn't hang up on you, you son of a—
0: Now, sir, that th- this shouldn't be such a big deal. I'm simply ending the conversation. Let it be stated
1: for the record that this civilian hung up on me, because he's a pussy.
0: I'm not a pussy. You're a six-foot pussy with cartoon legs. Your forehead's got a clitoris sticking out of it. Okay, ha- now I'm... Ha- Roger, hang up on him. Good day, sir. Good day. Wow. What that... See, that's why I don't really... I don't know if something went wrong in the jungle with him or what, but it, it's a little unsettling. He's talking about forcing Kandiru's up his, his, his... Is he gone? Good. I mean, I mean that was stuff that I, I, I don't know that I ever needed to hear and don't ever want to hear again. <sighs> Friggin' ball-eating, scrotum-eating catfish and six-foot... Cartoon, whatevs. There you go, pavement powder. Thanks for your calls. Had to talk to that guy, French uh, Corporal uh, Staff Sergeant Lieutenant Tom Dowdy. And I think we better just leave it right there. There's a lot of bad imagery in my head, and I don't know if I can get through to any more shows. So let's do some announcements here. Wow. That's funny, isn't it? No, but I'll tell you what will be funny, and uh, I hope you guys can make it. Uh, I, yours truly, will be appearing at some stand-up clubs across the country, and I want you to have the opportunity to come out and see me, okay? Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so what are we doing this weekend? Oh, my God. If you uh, live over uh, in the south or the east or even if you want to fly from – You know, China. I will be in Atlanta, Georgia at the Improv. The Improv Comedy Club uh, Thursday, uh, January 22nd through the 24th. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And uh, get your tickets online at harlowwilliams.com. And then the following weekend, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Um, I will be in San Francisco at a huge event called Sketch Fest, where there's hundreds and hundreds of comics from all over the world who come together and uh, partake in this festival. It's a sketch comedy and stand-up comedy festival all mingled together, and I'm going to be doing both. So um, I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy and sketch comedy uh, on January 30th, which is the Friday, 730 at the at the um, the Brava Theater in uh, San Francisco, and then the next day, uh, at four p.m. in the afternoon, we are going to do the very first Harland Highway podcast live at the Eureka Theater, and that's Saturday, January thirty first. Eureka, the Eureka Theater. So um, I don't know how it's going to go. I'm a little I'm a little freaked. But you know me, I like being freaked. Um, we're going to be doing everything live in front of a studio audience. It's in a theater. Um, it's just I'm going to have a co-host. I might have some guests. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So um, come on out for that. And uh, just go online, harlowwilliams.com, and you can uh, see the various venues that I'll be at. I'm going to be doing a bunch of other shows around San Francisco. I think I have two or three other ones uh, that are going on. So go to uh, sketchfest.com and look at their schedule, and you can track me down. But the two big ones are Friday, January 30th at the Brava Theater, 7.30 p.m. That's going to be stand-up and sketch comedy. And then the next day, uh, 4 p.m., Uh, Saturday, January 31st, the Harland Highway Podcast live. Unbelievable. Um, And then as we move into February, this is going to be fun. Yours truly will be in Orlando, Florida at the Improv in Orlando, Florida. That's February 5th to the 8th. Um, And then uh, in uh, like two, three weeks later, Uh, February 26th to uh, March 1st, I will be in Brea, California at the Improv. So doing a run of the Improvs, great clubs. Uh, Like I said, go to my website, harlowilliams.com, click on the stand-up tour, and there are links that will take you right there. You can buy your tickets and get all the info you need, man. So exciting stuff. Don't forget to, if you have an Android phone, to download the Fallopio app. That's my new app that's a video game where you can shoot sperm before they get to the egg and make bad people like Saddam and uh, Osama and Screech and Richard Simmons. People like that that maybe shouldn't have ever been made. I'm joking. I'm joking about Richard Simmons and Screech, of course. The other ones, eh. Who needs them? Um, What else can I tell you? If you want to write to me, you can always write to me. I might read your letter on the show. It's harlanwilliams.com. You can go to the website, and there's a contact form. I read and see all your letters. And, um, you know, when I do the listener mailbag, we might throw you in there. Or you can call me. If you're too lazy to write, just leave me a voicemail at 323-739-4330. And uh, I might get your voice on the show. I mean, look what happened uh, today. A couple of cats called in about Inspector Gadget, Major Tom, uh, Captain Kirk uh, Dowdy. And lo and behold, the guy calls in. It was like an answer to their prayers. So uh 3237394330 that's uh, that number is on the website if you need it also go to the website and i have a bunch of uh, a bunch of great things in the merchandise store uh, I have some digital downloads if you go to the stand up tour page if you scroll to the bottom uh, you can download for $1.99 less than $2 um uh, Crowd Control Volume 3, which is uh, a great digital download of me interacting live at comedy clubs across the country with, with hecklers, drunks, whack jobs, weirdos. It's all in the moment. It's all improvised, nothing scripted. And uh, if you like that kind of thing, if you like that live kind of in the moment Stand-up comedy, I think you'll really dig this. For two bucks, you can't go wrong, right? I mean, you can't even buy a a bottle of Coke for two bucks these days. So pour some comedy onto your brain and uh, download it. I think you'll really, really dig it. And look around the website. There's all kinds of cool stuff in there. Um, And that's it, man we are done for today thank you so much for being here tell your friends, spread the word get your friends on the Harlan Highway don't hog it to yourselves and uh, until next time chicken chow mein
1: baby that's funny isn't it